In this episode, I talk about this wretched virus and actually how we can use this situation to future-proof our business and where we can spend our energy, not only on ourselves, but doubling down on serving who we want to work with. So when we come out of it, we've got a loyal audience who are desperate to work with us. So because it's relevant, I thought I'd talk about this wretched coronavirus. I think the main thing to remember with all this is that the difference between this and many other kind of big diseases is there are so many ill-informed morons out there and the media is scaremongering people because they make money from hysteria from clicks. So they have to keep you coming back. And this is through sensationalist 24-hour news. And that effectively isn't really news, it's entertainment. And I think the damaging thing about this virus isn't necessarily the virus itself. It's the mental health of the people consuming the news that's put out there. So the first thing I would always recommend in these kind of things is uh, stop consuming as much news. You know, not much is going to be radically changing. And in our own lives, obviously, if there's people who are older, we need to check up on them. But generally, I think it's going to do you a lot better to stay away from the sensationalist media than it is to kind of be checking in regularly to find out how many more people have died. Um, from what I can gather is nobody seems to know what's going on. It's all guesswork. The government is damned if it does, damned if it doesn't. And the only people who are always on there are self-isolating celebrities and news-hungry journalists. And I don't trust either of them. The coronavirus itself is a highly narcissistic virus. And this is because not only is it not that dangerous, as in the mortality rate is around, so let's say, 1%, which, you know, I know that there are some figures out there, but the point being is that if it is a disease that 99% of people survive, then when you get celebrities who can afford uh, health care and nutrition, the chances are they're going to be fine. And the great thing for them is they can self-isolate themselves. They don't need to be told by a doctor. They can just decide, oh, I need to self-isolate and I'm going to get on social media and tell people. And unfortunately, what this does is it fuels our knowledge of the virus. And we assume, oh, my God, lots of people are getting it. But, you know, as I said before, I think the danger is we're listening to uneducated morons who think they know better, who are seeking attention uh, and leading with clickbait headlines. So all I would say is I didn't want to start season two by harping on about this. I just wanted to say I would try and stay away from the news as much as possible. I think it would do you more you know, good to do that. And I would try and look at this situation differently, look at the bigger picture and use it as a kind of opportunity to reflect on how you're going to come out of it and what you're going to do. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. So mainly it was a couple of things. I mean, firstly, this is always going to be a good test of anyone's business. It's going to test you to see, you know, how much cash flow do I have in the business? How long can I survive before my money starts to run out? And that, you know, is as a scary proposition as that is, we all need to kind of be prepared for that in some form. And we need to do an exercise in either cost cutting or trying to get more customers. Now, I kind of feel in this in this sort of environment um, and what's going on, it's a bit tone deaf to be pushing your marketing. And I've certainly unsubscribed from people who are trying to sell me crap online. I don't appreciate it. I think it's inappropriate. Um, what I do champion is people who want to sort of come together from a community point of view and help in any way they can. So those are the people who are winning my affection in this. 
the buggers who are trying to sell me stuff, even when I'm trying to cut costs, are the ones who are going to lose my business. So with that in mind, have a look at what your expenses are. And I did this recently and I really found out I had a huge amount of expenses that I really didn't need. And a lot of these were from old subscription software services that I'd used a couple of times a year ago and never used since. And so what I did is I just cancelled a lot of them and I've saved, I you know, hundreds, maybe a thousand pounds in these kind of things and they build up. I mean, easily actually thousands, things like Basecamp, I didn't need that was a thousand dollars right there. So what I did is I went through all of them and I was like, you know what, if I need to get it again, I'm going to make the client pay for it and do it that way. And I just cancelled everything because I was buying stuff from Creative Market. I was signing up to video subscription sites and I was thinking, oh, I'll use that for a future project. And the truth is, there is no future project. I'm just talking shit to myself. I've got to be more honest, got to be more honest with myself to say this is self-indulgent waste. Leave it bin it off, forget it. If you don't need it, bin it off. And with that in mind, I binned off loads of domain, sort of old domains I had saved. I binned off loads of all these old email accounts for clients that are no longer being used. I cancelled the TV license. I did everything. I did a clean sweep. And the way I did that was by going to PayPal because PayPal is a bit sneaky. They sign you off, not them, but the way the transactions go out, they're very hard to track because it's lots of little mini ones. So I went to PayPal, reviewed all my credit card and bank statements, and I killed most of my expenses. And what this does is it allows me, you know, to survive longer and it takes the mental stress off. And it means I'm going to clean my business so I can be more profitable at the end of the year. So the first thing is have a look at your expenses, kill what you don't need and make sure you've got more money to stay in business. The other way to look at this is, you know, what does my business look like if I can't operate a physical business from an office? If I had to take it all online and I had to embrace teaching or sharing my education, for example, um, how would I do that? And I think, again, this is a really good test of how we do this. And I'm not one of these people who I more people I really don't like are the people that are spending all their time doubling down on creating content and getting followers and strategizing and all that kind of shit. I can't, I haven't got any time for it. It's extremely self-indulgent, very narcissistic behavior. And I just hate these people. So again, I've unfollowed a lot of people that do that. Um, I think we should be trying to support and encourage each other. So what I would say to you is, if you can help your clients, this is the time to do that by reaching out. Or if you want to serve people, use what's available for free or for low cost to start testing the waters. So it's very simple and free to set up a private Facebook group in which you can kind of share your knowledge and help people. You can also um, sign up. You know, this is a subscription worth keeping, which is for Zoom. You know, you can sign up for a low plan from Zoom and you can record webinars. Then you can put them on YouTube, keep them in the group and those kind of things. You can invite people on. And then after you're kind of getting into the hang of using Zoom and having a Facebook group, then you can start using, like I am, Anchor to record podcasts. And the whole point of this is, is twofold. What we want to do is try and learn new skills that are going to equip us for the future. And this is a really dramatic test. There is a, a phrase that Gary Vaynerchuk used, which is you should be trying to put yourself out of business often. And I think he's right. I don't think the pandemic is the one thing that we would normally test for. But it's a great opportunity to go, well, if I'm stuck at home, I've got things to do. Other people are kind of stuck and they're going to get bored. So the chances are they're going to be wanting to consume new content. 
Now, this is where to say the podcast and the video thing really helps you because not only do you get to build authority as a thought leader in what you do, and again, it has to be your thoughts and original take on experiences, not just what 99% of the idiots on Instagram do, which is they read a book or they hear a quote or they watch a documentary and they think they're geniuses and they talk about it and show off about it. Teach from your truth. Um, but what you do is you you gain respect for being a thought leader, which is great. But also there is a, there was an article I came across and this wonderful lady, Lola, from I think she's from Smart Cookie Media, she uh, made me aware of it. It was the Google zero moment of truth. And what it effectively said was the way people buy is they're much more cautious. They look at reviews, they cross-reference, they check you know lots of different platforms before they make a buying decision. And what they're ultimately looking for, instead of, say, customer touch points, say, articles and tweets and being reminded of a service, retargeted ads and that kind of stuff, they're looking to build trust in the brand before they decide to purchase from that brand. So what this means is that they discovered that people want to spend nine to 12 hours with a brand before they feel confident enough to purchase from that brand. So the reason why Amazon has Amazon Prime isn't because it wants to entertain you and rival Netflix. I mean, I'm sure that's their part of their agenda, but their main agenda is if you're watching TV on Amazon Prime, you're building loyalty with Amazon, the brand. And so when it comes to shopping, you there is no barrier to entry. You're more than happy to shop from Amazon because the Amazon Prime experience is so faultless. So that's where they do it. That's why Apple has Apple TV. This is all designed to like, how can we create content that builds trust, lowers the barriers to resistance so we can sell stuff easier? Now, if you're doing a podcast and you're recording 30-minute episodes and you record one a week for 12 weeks, that's going to be six to seven hours worth of content that people can consume when they're stuck at home or when you're doing other things. And that whole time they're getting to know you and build trust with you. So when it comes to when we come out of isolation and the, the economy will recover, um, this is the chance to say, well, look, I've been giving you lots of free advice and, and help and I've been very supportive. And you can quite legitimately say, look, you know, we all need to make money. I'm going to start charging a small fee for my services. You can remain part of the group. Or if you'd like to work with me, um, I'm going to be doing it for like half price just to help people out of their rut sort of thing. But prices will be going up. And that's when you're going to get the business because you haven't tried to sell to people when they're down. You've supported them through it, built that loyalty, and then you can sell to them because you've created YouTube uh, videos. You've created podcast episodes, all that kind of good stuff. If you're doing YouTube and you don't want to be on screen, I absolutely get that. I hate being on screen. I always look exhausted and I'm balding. This is not a good combination. So generally, I will do screen recordings and I will voice over those. I'll take a presentation, record it and just speak over the top. And for Zoom, that's perfect for doing that. Now, this is the, I guess, the big thing. So we've talked about, obviously, our souls panicking us, showing off and strategizing and doubling down on content production. What we've talked about also, which is key to remember, is kind of testing ourselves in our own business. But this was the big thing which I do think is really important to consider. And this is about who you want to work with. So I recently was doing um, a talk called and it was called Big Client Hunter. And what it was, it was a way of getting more clients by simple keep in touch. Effectively, it's just reminding people you're out there, serving them with valuable articles and helping them. So when they do need you, you're the first person they think of. Now, if we look at the restaurant industry, typically that the whole hospitality industry is being hammered. You know, there are so many businesses that are going to struggle and many more that are going to go out of business. 
So you might think, okay, I do branding for restaurants. Who the hell's going to want to book me now? No one. And that's true. No one is going to want to book you now because they've got to pay their staff. They've got to pay to live on their money and survive. As I said, we're going to come out of this. And in 12 weeks time or however long it takes, if you're in a town, typically you had 10 restaurants in the town, five will go out of business, let's say. So what happens is when the town starts to revive itself, there is a choice there. There is a gap left by those five restaurants. And what's going to happen is the surviving restaurants are going to come in and they're going to launch aggressively and try and take that market share. Or new people are going to come in and open restaurants to take the spaces of the five that went bust. So what you'll find is the people that are first to market when this starts to turn around are going to be the ones that are going to grab the most market share. So ironically, doubling down on branding and marketing and being kind of aggressive, that's the opportunity. So what we have to remember is there are going to be lots of opportunities coming out of this hardship, lots of new businesses created that will you know, take advantage of this, and there's going to be lots of market spaces. And that's what I want you to think about. If you're in the creative business and you know, you're, you're struggling to charge for your services now, I would recommend hunker down, cut your costs, do what you can, but this is the time to build trust and actually show loyalty and help those people when they're struggling. So if you want to help restaurants in and you do branding, this is the time to be giving away free teaching, something which isn't going to cost you any time really to do, but is going to help them. So if you can position it so you want to help restaurants with ideas of how to innovate or ways that they can sort of cut costs or, you know, whatever it might be, join in and offer to help. Get in LinkedIn groups, Facebook groups, set up your own group. And invite restaurant owners in. And this is this example. It can be any industry. And, you know, get to know people, keep in touch, check in on people, see how they're doing. Because what will happen is a lot of them are going to be abandoned. Their marketing agencies are going to be saving, saving themselves and they're going to leave them alone. And all these people are not just going to stop. They might go out of business. They're going to want to reopen. When they reopen, they're going to need branding. Who are they going to call? Well, it's not going to be the people that ditched them. It's going to be the guy that stuck with them when they were struggling, building that loyalty, building that you know rapport. So for me, this is ironically a really great time to focus on helping your industry that you're committed to. And this is going to be the pay it forward. The, the work you're going to get in now, the, the work you're going to put in now is going to pay off later. And that's the way we have to think about it. We have to go, well, if I'm stuck at home, It would be good for me to try and future proof my business by learning how to teach online through Zoom and maybe starting a podcast. So the best thing I can do is do that, but do it for my industry. So now I become a thought leader in my industry. I can interview people remotely who are also stuck at home and I can all of a sudden enter an industry and build my reputation as someone who was there committed to that industry when it was having a really tough time. So this could be anything from sending, you know, commiseration emails to places that they close, offering to help people. You know, they're not going to expect you to help for free, but maybe for a reduced rate or getting paid in the future. That's up to you to kind of work out what you're comfortable with. But I do think that that is the opportunity that a lot of people are overlooking with this virus. It's about building relationships and showing your true colours and that loyalty won't be forgotten. So, that's what it was, really. I wanted just to remind you to say, look, this will pass. Um, I wouldn't pay attention to the news because it will. the combination of being stuck at home 
watching the news and being glued to social media because you're bored will just break your brain because your caveman primal brain is be freaking out. And yet you'll go outside and you'll be like, oh, there's traffic jams, people wandering around. Nothing's really changed. So it's important to get perspective. And I think staying off the news is a really good way to do that. And I saw a really nice video by Phil Aston who said that he wanted to get out and about and walk on the beach. And actually he, he said, I'm committed to staying off the mainstream news because it wasn't any good for him. And I completely agree with that. So that would be the first thing. Get some perspective, stay off the news and instead focus on really getting to know the people that are struggling introducing yourselves, offering assistance, offering help, build that loyalty, evolve your business now so that when they do relaunch, that's the person they're going to want to pick so that you've been there. And now when you launch, you're going to get more work. Your business is going to be future proof. Anything happens again, and it's going to totally change your approach. That's the secret. That's what I wanted to pass on to you. That's what I wanted to open your mind up to. Just think a little bit different as well as everything, and I I think this is probably important, if we're going to do this, you've got to have energy, and you've got to be fit and healthy, so I know from my sports coaching background that doing those kind of seven-minute workouts once a day is good for your body to keep the the blood pumping, the endorphins released, all those things are really important, eating healthily so that you've got energy, plenty of water is important, vitamins, all that kind of stuff, Getting plenty of rest is important. So afternoon naps are great. This is the time to take them. Let your body replenish. You know, nothing beats an afternoon nap. Genuinely, I, they're, I, they're probably the thing I'm probably most addicted to is naps. I really love naps, actually, above a lot of things. And, you know, watch TV that's going to cheer you up. Comforting, fun TV, Friends, Parks and Rec, The Office, whatever. Watch that. Enjoy yourself, you know, spend a bit of time working, but then take time to just recoup all the hours we've lost over the years of just this bullshit hustle, hustle culture. Focus on yourself so you can focus on other people and look forward to when this is over and you've laid the foundations for the next iteration of your business. So that's it, really. That's all I had to say. Um, The podcast is going to be relaunching. I'm going to be doing more episodes like this. I'm going to be getting special guests on. I'm also going to be asking you to submit me questions. I would love that. I always enjoy the Q&A side of things. And I'm going to be starting a newsletter. I'm going to be evolving for education, hopefully for the future freelancers out there so I can provide a better service. And that's it. So if you have any questions, thadatsadeducation.com or you can message me in the Facebook group. If you're not a member of the Facebook group, I'd highly recommend you joining because that's where I'm most active. You can also get me on Instagram at, at thadeducation. And the goal is for me to serve you. I always find that not only will I produce better content if it comes from the needs of the people I want to help, you know, so that's it. I can help you and I produce better content, which raises awareness. And that's it. So if you've enjoyed this, please subscribe. Please share it with your friends. I want to help people. I want to give back. And that's it. So have a great day and I will catch you soon. Extra, extra, extra.